Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hi, geniuses. Today I have Aman Ahmad, and you're from London, right? Yeah, yeah, from London. Oh, all the way from London. I'm, I'm so excited you're here. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And yeah, I'm excited to talk to you today. Yeah, for sure. So hey everyone, I'm Aman. I'm 22, year, uh, 22 years old and I have been building tools for the education space for the last year. I actually initially started off as like tools that I wish I had and now building tools for the alternative education community. So homeschoolers, pods, micro schools. That is awesome. So now the way I found you was somebody on one Facebook group that I'm part of, which I don't even know where I found this, they put in that you were doing something with project-based learning and yeah. it was a, an online tool and mm-hmm. uh, you call that Pathfinder, right? You've named it Pathfinder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, so Pathfinder is an AI tool to help kids with self-directed and project-based learning. So it does, it does three things very briefly. It helps kids get unstuck. So it kind of acts as like a Socratic guide. So instead of telling the kids what to do or how to do something, it helps them find that next step. Two, it helps them learn from the best resources on the internet. So we curate content that's available. So like YouTube videos, articles, make sure that they're safe, but then also make sure that they're as, as relevant as possible for the kid and what they're trying to do. And then three, it's actually, how do we help them then apply what they've learned into the task at hand, whether it's a project or an assessment or just like some kind of passion, passion work that they're doing. I know you asked me to have my 17 year old son check it out. And mm. yeah, he was having some really, he was really having fun with it. And he liked the whole setup and everything and how it, you included articles and videos. Why did you decide to do, well, first of all, the Socratic discussion. I mean, why, mm. why did you do that? Yeah, I guess the Socratic discussion mimicked what I thought the best mentors were. Like mentors always like someone who's gone through a journey before you or even just someone to support you, right? But I always found like the best mentors I've had in my life had always been the ones that didn't tell me the answer, but asked me the right questions, right? And even just like exploring how I went about like tutoring or even like teaching my peers, like when I was running a cohort and and we can get into that in a sec. It was always through the, the aspect of like prompting with questions that help people find their own way. And so when I was speaking to a bunch of guides and men- uh, and homeschooling parents and mentors, the, the the way they kind of described it as well was kind of through this Socratic method, which is why I refer to it as like the Socratic guide. Yeah, yeah. No, asking the right questions, it is so powerful when you're working with, especially with kids. I I personally believe that teaching kids how to think is so important too often in the world today we are just told what to think i I can't even say teach because when you tell someone what to think it's not teaching i I don't think it falls under that venue Um, but too often that's what's happening and i really liked how your program kind of guided 
me. I mean, cause I tried it out too and it guided me through, you know, thinking about something. So that was really cool. So now you've talked about project-based learning in this as well. Why project-based learning? What's so special about it? The reason why we decided to focus on project-based learning is that kind of like mine and Sid, so Sid's the friend that I've been building this with, mine and Sid's kind of North Star is sparking the curiosity of kids and fueling their ambitions. And I 100% kind of see how like academics is a huge role to play in, in education. But I feel like the things that always stuck with us were always the experiences that we had as kids, right? It was like the experience of building a, a Lego robot just to like shoot pellets at my sister whenever she came into her room. It was like that kind of stuff that got me to want to become an engineer. And so it's those kind of experiences that we wanted to recreate. Like project-based learning is, is essentially just like a form of learning where they're learning actively and learning by doing and learning in a way that's very like personal and meaningful. And so that just seemed to resonate really strongly with the kind of thing that me and Sid wanted to do and wanted to kind of set as like our North Star. Oh, I love that. Now, as an engineer, I could see where you had, you must have had a, a lot of projects to do in your yeah. education. And I know, I mean, I, I deal with an organization that focuses on project-based learning and there's, it's, there's so much research out there that shows that project-based learning is what kids remember is that experiential mm. thing and you know it's something where they actually have have to have some buy-in into it and they're making decisions and it's so much more motivating when that happens um you know rather than somebody just lecturing at you <laughs> I, it's mm. amazing to me that so many so many educational systems still use that so you have been doing this for just a couple of years why are you doing this for the alternative education market? Why aren't you get why aren't you just going to all of these teachers? I guess in some ways we are, right? So like the, the the there's a bunch of teachers that have left the public education system because they wanted to have more autonomy and more control over the way that they can best teach kids. Like a lot of the teachers we've been speaking with have like in some ways been like shackled in the amount of support that they can provide kids and the experiences that they want to provide kids, right? So actually a lot of the the initial people that we were building this with were those really high agency, really creative teachers that wanted to provide a better experience. And so the alternative education space, purely like the kind of meta problem around it, it's like the way that we want to really like take charge of education and stuff like that. Like, yes, those kind of things are true, but the, the meta problem is that like current education systems aren't fulfilling the needs that we want out of our kids in the next generation, right? And so like these teachers have been so core to us developing this tool around them. And I feel like everything that's happening right now in the alternative education space is kind of like a glimpse into the future. So if we build for the alternative education space now, we're kind of building for that future that's to come. Like I know I was speaking to so many of my friends about what we've been doing and the kind of environments we've been building around. And they seem really futuristic, but the fact that they're present today is really, really exciting. It is. Oh, yeah. And you are so right, because our educational system, at least here in the US, is just ripe for reform. And mm. the vision that you have, and the, the product that you've created, I definitely see how it'll just lead us into the into the future and be useful in the future as well. So now a lot of people, especially in the homeschooling community, we have kind of pulled our kids home and we're concerned about online 
activity, our kids in online activity. We want to keep them safe. I mean, all all parents want that. So what are some things that you have incorporated to make our kids safe with your yeah, product? Yeah, 100%, 100%. I feel like that's one of the core responsibilities that we have in the kind of, in some way in the early days, the way we were talking about Pathfinder is that it's like the internet for kids, right? It's like this, this buddy that understands how you learn best, what you want to learn, thinks alongside you, but then also just like helps you learn from the most appropriate resources. So a big thing that we do is twofold. One is that we also make sure that there's some guardrails and the kind of conversation we want to have, like kids can be quite creative and quite adventurous, right? So like we were, we were, there was this one kid who had been using the tool for a little while and he really enjoyed it and wanted to kind of try and break it. So now he was looking into how to build a nuke, how to look, find government information and like stuff like that. So we have those guardrails to kind of keep them with the focus that they need in the, like in the education. My son yeah. was actually one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Ooh mom told me to do this i'm gonna try and break it and figure out what's going on yeah so exactly. that's one of the reasons i'm bringing it up and so he was like how to build a bomb and it's like <laughs> no if you're not getting that information i'm like oh i'm on yay you gotta yeah. write <laughs> yeah yeah so with that with that first piece we really try and either we either like if it's if it's like really extreme we'll just tell them like no we can't help you with this is there like something educational that you want to focus on but then if it's something like I want to build a missile, right? We can redirect them to like, okay, why do you want to build a missile? Are you interested in rocket physics? Like, and redirect them into using that interest into some kind of learning experience. The second way that we incorporate the safety aspect is with the resources that we pick. So there's like two parts of why we, we curate that content. One is that it can be quite overwhelming, especially when you don't know what you don't know, to go about and search on Google and try and find these resources. But then also... You don't know what kind of resources you're going to come across. Some of them aren't going to necessarily be safe for our kids, right? So we do that search for them. So we search on a bunch of different search engines for the most relevant thing that can teach that can teach your kid. We then get all these resources. We filter them out to make sure that they're safe and appropriate for the kids. And then we go through the transcripts of each of the resources and rank them based off how relevant they are. Any unsafe resource we completely discard, so that way they never come up. And we only show them the top five. So that way there isn't this kind of paralysis of decision-making. They have the top five that are guaranteed to be safe. They're guaranteed to be relevant in the context of the work that they're doing. And they have the ownership of picking which one they, they find most engaging and interesting. I love that because that is one thing I feel like our kids today are overwhelmed with information. And especially mm. when they're trying to dive deep into what they're interested in there's so many distractions out there today online that yeah. keeping that focus it, it's it's a fight sometimes to have them you know it's like oh i really want to learn like my my son is into jazz music you know it's like oh mm. i really want to learn about jazz music but then you know on youtube the next thing that comes up is you know oh you know some video cat about video the video or something yeah, right cat video yeah. or or even worse you know yeah, something yeah. Like, like his favorite video game and then it's like oh yeah. down a rabbit hole for that and totally forget yeah. about what he was doing originally 100%. and yeah and our kids are 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 constantly bombarded with those distractions mm. so this this tool I, I love that you describe it as the internet for kids because mm. uh, after using it i can definitely see how it would work that way because you could really go on there and do the 
educational things, you know, to the mm. enriching things and really even the fun things too. Um, but it would have those parameters. Yeah. So I mean, um, that's what kind of like the internet was originally designed for. It was originally designed as like something for education, but now it's kind of the internet is oriented towards attention and engagement and distraction rather than learning and education. And so that's what we're really trying to like over-index on. We want to focus it on the learning and education, just like the physical environment of your classroom. Like we all experienced it over COVID, right? Like spending your entire life in like one room, sleeping, eating, like learning, everything. You need to kind of have different environments so that you can focus on the task at hand. It's like why like Montessori and things like that are so interesting. It's like, how can you design the physical environment? But now, especially kids get older, they're learning more from digital environment. So how can we design that digital environment to essentially like support them and incentivize them to focus on the thing at hand, which in this case is learning. Yeah. 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 Now the person that I found out about you from is, mm. is here in the United States. I mean, you're over in mm. the UK. Why did you decide to come here? Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually flying out there next month so I can be in person in some of these like pods and micro schools and things like that to actually really learn about the the dynamic and the environment. I feel like the US right now is a really interesting space for the education space. Like culturally kind of everyone faced the 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 changes from from COVID and our perception to do with education, but also to do with things with like education savings accounts. Like it's something that I've spoken to so many people here in the UK. And like, there's learning communities here, there's learning hubs, there's a bunch of homeschooling here in the UK, but it's something that kind of ESA is a, something that a lot of these people dream that the UK will adopt in the near future. I feel like that in particular makes the US a really interesting space to be. And also just politically, there's like a lot of movement, regardless of like what side you are on on the, the political spectrum, there is like a movement for for school choice, right? There is a strong movement for school choice. And so I feel like that in particular will mean that the classrooms of the future, in my eyes, will most likely start off in the US. So we are, we do have like a couple people here in the UK that we're working with, but majority of the people that we are working with are in the US. Awesome. So have you actually put this out yet? Or is it available for purchase? Yeah, yeah. It's live. The way that we're operating it right now is that we're working very closely with pods and homeschooling groups, homeschooling parents, micro schools to really understand the kind of classroom dynamic and how kids are engaging with this tool. And so initially we have like a one month deposit for the tool, and then we do a two week free pilot so that we can understand how we can improve it. It also helps us on our side to better build this for you guys and, and make it something really useful for the community. And then after that, it's kind of like a, a subscription base. Okay. So if... I decided I wanted to have my students in one of my classes use it mm. in my homeschooling community. As a teacher, would I be able to see what the kids were doing? Exactly. Yeah. So we've been co-designing this with a couple guides and mentors and teachers right now. So each of the kids, I feel like the beauty that we're trying to make with the product is that rather than having you have to spend 10 hours of prep work on like one kid's project because like the breadth and depth is really unique, right? And do that for all the 20 kids in your classroom. Instead, you can have 20 kids doing their own individual projects and all you have to do is facilitate the lab. So we give you an overview of what each kid is doing in your class. 
and it kind of like summarizes everything for you, kind of like a little cheat sheet so you can stay up to date on how each kid is doing. And then we nudge you when we see that a kid is particularly struggling so that you can add that human touch there. So if we see a kid's going in circles or like maybe even if a kid just needs materials to continue on working with what they're doing, any kind of bottlenecks like that will nudge you so that you can be add that human touch and support that is so needed in their education. Okay. Okay. So are you familiar with Khan Academy? Exactly. So we exactly like how Khan Academy operates in classrooms. That's the kind of um, dynamic we're trying to to replicate for project-based learning. Yeah. So that reverse, reverse classroom. classroom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that because that is so powerful because when you are able to have the kids do, do the work on their own and then when you are together, you're able to, you'll, you have the time to individualize it. So that is really, really awesome. Okay. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about Pathfinder, about what you're doing? Yeah, I think a lot of what excites me about what we're doing and just like why me and Sid really resonate with the alternative education space is actually through like the the experience we went through together, we actually like ran our own cohort. It was kind of like a boot camp. We didn't actually know what much about the alternative education space at the time, but it was something that we had organized for our peers, especially because here in the UK, like 40% of internships and graduate jobs had just disappeared off the market. And so we created this kind of program to help some of our peers with upskilling and a new desirable skill to help them get jobs. And the way we actually went about that process was actually doing all this work manually ourselves. So we understand like a lot of the nuances, but then also have like a bit of intuition of how to properly do that for each individual student. And I guess that's why we've moved so quickly when we actually productized it into something that can do that scalably. And so I feel like that has really given us a unique insight, but there's so much more that we have to learn. And we can only do that by co-designing with a bunch of you guys and really learning from you. And so I really really, really, what's the word, like hope and I'm open to anyone kind of giving feedback and helping us out with building this. So if anyone is really interested, yeah, I guess my contact details will be below and I'm really happy to chat and learn from you guys as well. I'm excited to see where you guys go with this because I really feel like it is, it's something that I want. So actually that's my next question is, can I get it too? Or is it just for the kids? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you can get it all, by all means. We we have been focusing primarily with like eight to sixteen year olds, but it is kind of like this generic tool that even like my friends are using at like twenty two ish years old. My like dad used it once. Like, um, it is something that's quite generalized, uh, but we do have that focus on that kind of eight to sixteen year old range, just to make sure that we really nail the product for them, and then anything's kind of like a side benefit. So I guess yeah, you can you can also use it tool yourself. <laughs> No, when I was testing it out, I was like thinking, oh, I mean, this, it would even be awesome for like, for the classroom teacher, because mm. I could see how it's like, oh, I have to do this lesson. I have to, I have to, you know, cover this, you know, what are some ideas? And so anyway, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool how you, no. I just like the presentation because just like mm. the kids are overstimulated with too much information and get those distractions and those, you know, hitting videos and puppy videos, you know, 
we're just as susceptible to that as adults. And we're also just overtired. And so those distractions, we just don't have the uh, willpower at the end of the day when we're trying to prepare for the next day. A hundred percent. It's been quite cool seeing like, um, I, I have like so many stories of of how it's been using classroom right now. Like that, like some teachers are using it to actually help them with teaching history and stuff like that. And so it is this kind of like general tool that can be used in any kind of self-directed learning, even from like the teacher perspective of like just creating a page to pass on to their kids. So definitely. Yeah. Well, just just talking about it right now. I do a lot of coaching, one-on-one coaching with teens, Mm. and I could see how I could use it when I'm working with them and just go through and say, okay, let's go talk to Pathfinder and just, Mm. you know, find some resources because I really try and individualize everything I do with each student. And it's an amazing tool to be able to do. So if I signed up as a teacher, would I get my own account or or do I need to get another account? Yeah, you would get your own account. And that way you can add the students that you're you're working with and that way you can see exactly how they're doing and how to support them. One thing that I guess would be slightly in the future, but something we're really excited about is like, if there was a way for you to inject a bunch of like context to, to the tool as well, from your perspective of helping guide the kid, like if you, if you want to also add a bit of like extra insight or an extra direction to help the kid out, you can also do that and kind of, you have your your pathfinder or like some kids are calling it patty you have your patty and you're talking to your patty about how you can ha- better help my patty right and so that way there's this kind of byway communication there are kind of assistant helping out both sides so yeah you can definitely use it from the teacher side okay oh i love that i love that well Aman, we are pretty much out of time but i am so excited for what you are bringing to the educational world and I I wish you well. So thank you. Thank and you also before I, before we sign off, I do want to say that Aman is going to have a presentation on the 2024 Realizing Genius Homeschool Conference that is coming up February 22nd through 27th. So be sure and check that out. He'll have more information about Pathfinder and you'll be able to see a screen and you can check it out and see how it all works. So be sure and do that. Amazing. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week realizing your genius.